This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy podcast. Head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and for as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week. And search 20th Century Boy on your favourite podcast app to hear more from me every week. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. more is everyone welcome to harry potter and the boys a fan fiction podcast by me radio mike this is book two of the radio mike harry potter fan fiction saga harry potter and the team wizard tournament and i am joined by uh producer pat who uh is a producer here at radio mike productions predominantly works on 20th century boy my other podcast Pat, welcome back to the show. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you for having me again. And it's also very funny that you specifically mention that I am specifically a producer on 20th Century Boy because honestly, like, because as someone who works for you, you'd expect I'm like, know everything about your content, right? Mm. But Mike, I need to make a confession. Yeah. I don't listen to Harry Potter and the Boys, like at all. Well, you don't say that now. All the listeners are going to think it's lame. And now... You're instantly offside with the listeners, I can tell. They all hate you already. This is disappointing for you, Pat. Nah, nah, hey, well, let me put this out there. Like, it's my personal choice to not listen to it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to it and that you shouldn't consume all of Mike's content. I think you should consume all of Mike's content because consuming all of Mike's content means that he possibly earns another revenue stream, which means another revenue stream for me. So I see it as a win-win overall. Because I'm exclusively in this for money, nothing else. Good to see you're focusing predominantly on the important <laughs> things. Yeah, just the money. Oh, obviously. Not not anything important. Like, I'm not regarding the important stuff like creativity. Speaking of uh, speaking of money, uh, interestingly, so Pat and I, I thought it'd be good to get Pat back on. You were, you were in season one, I believe in mm. and uh, the episode you were in, there was a bunch of audio glitches that occurred. So it is probably the worst episode <laughs> yeah. of the podcast to listen to. I mean... It was pretty listenable, though. You, you salvaged it pretty well, to your credit. But, um, yeah, the reason I want to get Pat on, Pat, as I said, predominantly works on my main podcast, 20th Century Boy, um, which is where mm. Harry Potter and the Boys originated many, many years ago. Um, but we also do a Patreon bonus podcast over on patreon.com slash Radio Mike, which you can get on board for about a, for as little as a dollar a month um, or more if you're generous. That's $12 a year or three coffees a year. Two for me, one for Pat. And um, yeah, we do the Pat and Mike show there. If you want to learn a little bit more about Pat and myself, we have a bunch of fun there, but also talk behind the scenes of working together. So thought it'd be good to get Pat on just so we can plug the Patreon. The Patreon is kind of what keeps these shows going, what keeps Pat employed. And like, basically, <laughs> if you guys jump on, it really helps us, um, especially because the Patreon kind of, 
only just like we don't even break even um on all the shows I make. Um, we are running at a loss, but they like we don't want to stop making any of the shows. So if you like Harry Potter and the Boys, a dollar a month or twelve dollars a year goes a really long way to helping us keep the lights on here and help Pat keep his lights on. So that's why I thought it'd be great to get Pat on. Also, he's a really funny guy and he's great at everything he does. So I want to keep him around. Oh, stop it. Um, but Pat. Do you remember much about the chapter you appeared on last year at all? Uh, well, the one thing I remember is, are you happy, Sam? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty So iconic. that was a, a classic Hagrid line that appeared. Well, not a classic Hagrid line, a new Hagrid line in which Hagrid <laughs> simply asks one of the boys, it was spelt A-R-E-N, you happy, Sam. So it was, aren't you happy, Sam? And you did a great Hagrid read. Aren't you happy, Sam? I'm looking forward to more impressions today. I actually don't remember anything else about the chapter you were on at all, except for that. I think it was a more filler chapter. Yeah, sounds like it, which is pretty fitting for having me on. But yeah, I'm looking forward to today's chapter. Wait, so you don't you don't remember anything else from the chapter? I remember, like, ideas of it. Like, I remember the idea of, like, I don't know. I feel like there was a mention of poo somewhere, which is very appropriate. Mm. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I can't really say if... I remember, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I remember much, no. Okay, well, I should give you a lowdown because you don't even know what has happened in the book and we're now obviously on book two. So I'll give you a quick lowdown. Yes, fill me in, please. Feel free to ask any questions on the way, but basically at the end of book one, Mr. Charger, the evil potions master, it turns out he Mm. is harbouring Voldemort on the back of his bum um, similar to how <laughs> Professor Quirrell had Voldemort on the back of his head. Yeah. What do you think of that so far? <laughs> that's that's very creative and very in tune with the uh, 13-year-old Mike. Like, honestly, like, I, I gotta respect, like, it has that distinct, like, adolescent creativity, like, in that sense of, like, obviously you've mentioned Captain Underpants being a big inspiration. As someone who also grew up loving the Captain Underpants in uh, Dave Pilkey's uh, books, like, I definitely feel that sense of, like, childhood freedom just doing whatever and then obviously like other li- little influences like the simpsons and like other just general like tongue-in-cheek humor which i think really it gives it a very unique flavor and it's 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 a very unique case study of like of that demographic in that time but just a great just great overall i love it cool oh glad to hear it and um so mr charger kills ron weasley so we lose our first oh, kills. we lose our first legacy character you know this is almost as bad as when kylo ren killed han solo spoiler alert you know because you know oh my god a five year a six-year-old movie how dare you spoil that mike your leg you know your legacy characters are a big deal these days you don't want to lose them too early but yeah we, we lost ron certainly not the most important character but yeah he is as far as we can tell he is dead um ron weasley is dead which is pretty mm. crazy um and then so far in book two the boys have understandably not wanted to go back to Hogwarts because why Mm. would they? Everyone dies and tries to kill them. And they have finally gotten back to Hogwarts. In the last chapter that we read, obviously, um, you know, the boys don't want... uh, Mr. Chudger can't come back to teach because he's now a criminal who's murdered another teacher. So he's on the run. Mm. So Harry Potter announces the new potions master for the boys' second year at Hogwarts. And it is, in fact, Mr. Charger. He's back <laughs> with no explanation as to why no one remembers the murder he committed. That's gold. 
But not only is Mr. Charger back, he's also brought about the mysterious Jim Wilkins Choir, a choir that seemingly <laughs> consists of 50 men all called Jim Wilkins. And, uh, <laughs> and as far as we know, they are sinister, but we haven't really seen that side of them yet. So that's kind right. of where the book is at. Oh, we've also met a new character. Um, his name is Dimmy Dimitina. Uh, he's, right. I remember writing him as like, cause I was starting to watch South Park and he's a very like mm. Eric Cartman kind of, like, can you do an Eric Cartman kind of voice? Yes. Like that's no, the best okay, so everyone, everyone does it really like gruffy. It's more like the modern Cartman, which is a bit more like, hey, how are you? Like that kind hey, of... Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah it's, that, like that. That, it's supposed to be more like that because when Charlie Clawson came on, he read it as the really gruffy old school Cartman. And it's like, hey, how are you guys? But it's more like... Yeah, it's it's less throaty, more nasally, I think. So just yeah, it's almost like people get mixed up with like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, so I know you, voice, yeah. I know you like to do impressions. So if you, you know, just trying to get in the mind of of characters. So Dimmy, very Cartman esque. Uh, Derek, Derek Derrickson, very Ralph Wiggum esque. And look, cool. I think I may need reminders, but I'll try and remember. Now the listeners have seen the title of this podcast, so they know the title of the chapter. To be honest, I'm going to just say it to you right here, Pat. When I read the title of this chapter, I genuinely thought, wow, this is the most creative play on words I have ever... Like, this is like... This is the perfect Venn diagram of Harry Potter satire and juvenile humour. So, Pat, if you will, do you have the document I've sent you in front of you? I do. I'm just about to open it now. Let's see what this creative... Okay, open it. And read to everyone <laughs> the title of chapter nine of Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. I should say, nine chapters in, still no mention of the Team Wizard Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really are holding listeners strong here. All right, chapter wait, wait, nine. Wait, 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 wait. Without yeah. reading the chapter, explain to the listeners, like, it, do you think this is really creative and intelligent? Because <laughs> I actually do. This feels like a username on a message board that you'd see in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Or like <laughs> some you know pun, what, or like something that Kevin you, Smith would, would write, you know what I mean? But you know what this is referencing, right? Oh, I very know what know what um, this is referencing. Okay, all right. Well, tell it. Okay, let's, let's begin the read through of chapter nine of Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. Part, what's the title of the chapter? Chapter nine, Nearly Dickless Ned. You have to applaud 13-year-old Mike for that because it's like, you know, obviously here we have Nearly Headless Nick, character from Harry Potter. John Cleese played him. And and then now what I've done is I've gone, what's a funnier version of Nearly Headless Nick, which is already a ludicrous concept. Oh, very and much then so. I, and then I've come up with what I assume is Nearly Dickless Ned. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, which I is can't also wait to clever. It's also clever because it just it kind of swaps like sounds as well because nearly headless Nick, nearly dickless Ned, Ned head Dick Nick, very mm. clever. All right, um, shall we begin? All right, let's get started. <clears throat> let's do the it. The Jim Wilkins Choir were a curious bunch of characters, each of them dressed in their white tuxedos. Around about fifty men 
all identical. So, so hang on, let let's pause there. It's your first day of school. You're in grade two, and fifty strange, dress well dressed men are just at the school now with no explanation. How do you feel? Ah, uh, well, grade grade two me. What would grade two me think? I I I don't know. Um, I'd be a bit overwhelmed for sure. <laughs> Uh, it would yeah. it would be a very peculiar thing. I, I can't say that I can think of any recent occurrences where fifty people have attended a school with the same name. Uh, and they they are identical as well, which does suggest some kind of weird magic going on. Yes, there. perhaps. Because are they twi- Are they a set of fifty twins, or are they like? one person who's cloned himself like it's very cultish isn't it yeah definitely get some cult vibes there but um but yeah it's it's a it's a, a it's a peculiar start and i'm looking forward to seeing where this devils into mr charger smiled and shook hands with each of them and harry potter clapped his hands and smiled as they continued to sing various songs ring 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 with the tro- ah Ring, ring, ring with the trolley. Clang, clang, clang with the bell. Everybody's having a great time tonight, especially... I don't know how that bit of the song goes. I only know uh, up to with the bell because of the Simpsons. Uh, especially you, yeah. ma- ma- Mademoiselle. Which is French for, for man. So they also sung this exact same song with different words at the end in the previous chapter. So it seems like right. for a choir, they... They only seem to have one song that they just crank out over and over again. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. <laughs> A very interesting tidbit there indeed. They sung as they looked... Sorry, no, not they looked. They sung as they look at Hermione. Thank you, said Hermione. <laughs> Le- oh, hornily, what? <laughs> sorry, should I should I retake that in sorry. a more horny manner? Yeah, re- retake it because right. it does say they sung as they look at Hermione, which is an odd shift to present tense from the traditional past tense writing of Harry Potter. Um, just a momentary uh, swap to present tense. Uh, go on, all go right. on. Let me, okay, I'm going to have to give this my all, so I need to prep for this. Thank you, said Hermione hornily. So Hermione is is so turned on by the Jim Wilkins choir singing that she responds hornily (laughs) to their singing, to their serenading. Well, I mean, to be fair, if Ron's out of the picture, I mean, like, you can't blame her, you know what I mean? She must have been lonely for a while. A woman has needs. A woman has needs. She needs to, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Now, said Harry Potter, let the feast begin. The greatest food of all time appeared on all of the tables. <laughs> the greatest the greatest food of all time. <laughs> See, you, you couldn't be bothered Such thinking of like a statement. genuine, like, deluctive meal. Food. You just thought, eh, greatest food of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's just a lot of Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah, may, a maybe, lot, a lot of- maybe, oh my God, Mike, missed opportunity. You could have said greatest food of all time. It was unique. It was magic. It was... But the students saw what they believed was to be the greatest meal of all time. So, for example, if we were oh, students at Hogwarts, really yeah, I mean, look, maybe for you, you'd see a row of Tim Tams. Maybe for me, I'd see a row of pizza, like mm, sushi, bit of sashimi for me. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps even the old um, uh, Delta cream. Uh, but yes, um, mm. uh, greatest food of all time appeared on all of the tables, and everybody looked very happy and cheerful, including the boys who were very hungry but also cautious about the appearance of Mr. Charger and the Jim Wilkins Choir. 
Interesting. Uh, now, does Michael have an, a unique voice or is that just meant to be you? Sounds like me. So do your best me impression. Right. <laughs> this could be damning. <laughs> I'm going to have to be very careful with this. All right. Channel my inner mic. If the Jim Wilkins choir is friends with Mr. Charger, there's no way they are good news, said Michael. I don't think that was anywhere you know near I do close. Not, no. I do not sound anything No, like I don't that. think that was anywhere <laughs> near close. I think I was just trying to like... I, I think I was trying to copy specific like m- micro ma- mannerisms, but I don't think I even hit that. So I'm going to just not continue to do an imp- impression of you. Derek, What does Derek sound like anyone? Derek sounds like is kind of like a Ralph Wiggum sort of vibe. If you want to do a Ralph Wiggum or attempt a Ralph sure. Wiggum, I sang what the Jim Wilkins choir last year. There's no, I, I feel like the listeners will not be able to stand that. Maybe I'll do it a bit more bearable. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just do it. Just do a low key. He he doesn't talk like okay. that. <laughs> I sang with no, I sang with the Jim Wilkins choir last year. There's definitely nothing evil about them, and they aren't an evil cult or trying to kill everyone at school. Derek had a <laughs> Alongside Dimmy. Okay, and we put we gotta pause there. So, Derek, who there's there's a lot of mystery around Derek, a lot of mystery around Dim. We hope it'll be uncovered at some point. We assume it won't, based on the 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 precedent of the book not really explaining anything. But there was a chapter last year in which Derek was auditioning for the Jim Wilkins Choir and sung with them. And he was saying, yeah, they're, look, they're definitely not an evil cult trying to kill everyone at the school, <laughs> which does sound a lot like they are an evil cult. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, I, I, just read the, I just read the next line, but, but read it. Um, are you sure, Derek? Because that suspiciously sounds like they are an evil cult trying to kill everyone at the school, <laughs> said Luke. Which is exactly what I, I just said. I always accidentally predict exactly what the book is going to say straight after, <laughs> straight before they say it. But yeah. Yeah. Your, your 13 year old mind is 10 steps ahead of you. Um, I'm not sure, said Derek. Okay. Cool, Derek. My dad was actually the choir at one point. He went Australian Idol in 1927, said Dimmy. <laughs> Which is an outrageous claim to make. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can definitely see the time period at which this was made. Like, although I don't imagine yeah. 13 year old Mike, like he had on his brain, hmm, maybe I should fact check when Australian Idol played. Although I'm sure that was added more for comedy than for historical purposes. But, but, but the thing is, you know, we all know that Guy Sebastian was the first person to win Australian Idol. Mm. And that was definitely in like 2001 or 2003 or something, right? According to Divi, his dad won Australian Idol in 1927, almost almost 80 years before the show even existed. <laughs> Man, it's like, see, it turns out like Australian Idol, like, oh my God, maybe there's a conspiracy with this. Maybe like Australian Idol, like maybe Australia created the whole Idol, the Pop Idol series, but then like, some ancestor of the dude who created it. What's his name? Simon Fuller? Maybe like, what's an old person mm. name? No, it's um Simon Cow. Simon Cow. No, Simon Simon Fuller. Isn't that, the, and he's the guy who also discovered the Spice Girls. Oh. I'm going to look that up. We're going to fact check here because we're all it's, about fact. It's Simon Cow. Pat, it's Simon Cow. It's not Simon Fuller. No, I've. Simon Fuller isn't, Simon Fuller's an entrepreneur. No, hang on. I, I thought that too. Oh, actually, no, you're right. I told right. you. It's Simon Fuller. I thought that too. No, no, I, I thought genuinely thought Simon, that too for the longest time. There was Simon Cowell. 
then who is Simon? Simon Cowell is involved in that franchise. Yeah, he's just a personality. He's like... Wow, that's shocked me to my core. Wow. wow. Radio Mike discovers that Simon Cowell did not create American Idol. Look, the only reason wow. I know that fact is because I fucking love the Spice Girls and I watched a documentary when I was really into them. And that's how I, I know that, so... Thank you for telling me you, that. You, no worries. Thank you, Spice Girls, for making me obsessed with you so I can find out the, the tidbits. Um... Does Rob sound like anyone? Nah, nah, just another boy. Great. Maybe instead of me asking, you can just like let me know. Oh, that person sounds like them. <laughs> yeah, and then we can then we can take the line again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm happy to do a second line. Man, the listeners must be so happy that I'm like I'm just stalling and not delivering the line. <clears throat> they didn't have Australian Idol then. I don't think they even had TV then, Timmy. Said Rob. <laughs> oh my god, I'm reading the next line. They actually did had TV. And also, this is um Dimmy. This is Dimmy. Ah, right. They, they actually did have TV, but the government had to cover it up because some really bad shit happened. So all of my dad's CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, Dimmy the character regularly just makes shit up about his dad, and it does. It kind of actually feels like Dimmy might have been created so I can so I could bring in pop culture references from the early two thousands, like Australian Idol. Oh my god, Dimmy's a, a fucking sociopath. Oh my god. Um. Okay. So they actually did had TV, but the government had to cover it up because some really bad shit happened. So all my dad's CDs got deleted, and then no one can listen to his music. Dimmy replied. My dad doesn't care, though. He's really rich. He actually just bought 18 cars, and he's about to pitch a movie to DreamWorks. <laughs> Man, you can't get more 2000s than that. Hmm, who's having an uprise in uh, in the film industry this decade? Yeah. DreamWorks. DreamWorks. They just put out Shrek, um, possibly Shrek 2, maybe even Shrek 3. It is all <laughs> on the up for here, for DreamWorks. Oh, man. And because, like, if you're going to Hogwarts, like, the first thing you have on your mind is, like... Man, DreamWorks. Oh, and also, so is this set 50 years after Harry Potter? Yeah, so actually at this point in the time of the book, Shrek 8 is probably out and there's like a hundred other DreamWorks movies. That oh, have come at out. this point, like Shrek has to be like 40 something years old. Like it, mm. it's as old, mm. when this is set, it's about as old as like Star Wars is today. Yeah, Shrek Wars. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe by then <laughs> Disney bought out DreamWorks and they make fucking Shrek Wars, who knows? Wow. I wonder what movie Dimmy's dad is, is pitching. <laughs> Maybe it's Shrek Wars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I've got this great idea for a movie. It's called Shrek Wars. <laughs> we love it. Here's all our money. Make it. What? And then it went on to gross doing? $1 at the box office. What are you doing on my Death Star? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, wait, right. who would be who? Sorry, not to. We'll get back to this, but just as a quick question, like, yeah. who would be who with the Shrek characters? Like, I've, I imagine well, Fiona would be Princess Leia. That's yeah, a given. Well, Shrek would be Luke, surely. But Do- Donkey um, would either be C three PO or R two D two. Nah, Donkey's Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> Yeah, don't right. be on solo. Maybe Gingy can be R2D2. Uh, sorry, C3, but he's kind of got that yeah, same P- posture Pinocchio, as well. Pinocchio would be like R2D2. Um, yeah, uh, what else? Uh, you'd probably, I don't know, Lord Farquaad is probably Palpatine. No, Lord Farquaad might be Darth Vader. Maybe Felonius um, would be Boba Fett. He's in Carbonite, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
who else is there? Like, I, I mean, There's three little pigs. They could be like some droids or something like that. Or what are they? The yeah, they could be something like that. Jabba the Hutt. Who would be Jabba? Probably Dragon. Uh, I think that'd be Dagobah Kid. No, it'd be Dragon because <laughs> oh, true. Like, yeah, Dragon take kid like is is watching over Princess Fiona the same way Jabba is like kid, has like hostage princess leia true all right anyway, well then do, do the raw kid would be the ewoks and they all they would say is do the raw they'll just be like a, an um, yeah. do the raw, do the raw, do the raw, and that'll be very funny anyway back to the book everyone that you came for thanks for sticking around listening the house ghosts began to come in and start talking to the students which actually is kind of weird the grown adult ghosts which is allowed to chill out with kids while they ate but harry potter didn't mind <laughs> Seriously, imagine if of at your school it was like, hey, it's lunchtime and a bunch of adult dead people from the 1530s are just going to float around and chat to you guys and shit. No offence, but that would be a little bit off. Now, what Pat just said wasn't Pat saying that. That's no, actually that's, written in the book. So the, I just transcribed the, the your words. The, the prose of the book actually says, but seriously, imagine if at your school it was like, quotations hey it's lunchtime and a bunch of adult dead people from the 1530s are just gonna float around and chat to you guys and shit no offense but that would be a little bit off (laughs) fuck that's funny (laughs) um which is actually true like why are there just a bunch of ghosts living at the school that's actually really psychotic you'd think they'd be like hey guys i know you're dead but you this is a school this is an institution (laughs) It's not appropriate imagine if they for you were guys living. to be here. Yeah, like, that would be worse. They were living, yeah. It's like, like, imagine if you were just at school. You were just, like, sitting down having, like, a, a Vegemite sandwich and, like, fucking... And then fucking old mate Dave from uh, from the fucking Box Hill RSL just comes down. He's like, he's like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? G'day, guys. I'm just here for the feast. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just love the colloquial, how, how quickly the book changes from like writing in a book to a colloquial from the narrator. Seriously, guys, actually imagine this. It'd be weird. And then just a bunch of adult dead people from the 1530s. Man, <laughs> like, you know. In all, in all, oh, yeah, yeah, go on, Pat, go on. I was just going to say, if authors, like, if they try to convey a message, they'll usually do it in an abstract manner and like have it be like the core message and like make you think, hmm, that's the societal issue. Like, yeah. instead, you've just, like, flat out... Like, imagine, like, um, is Inconvenient Truth a book? Or is that... Actually, no, forget that. Like, imagine if, like, you went to go see an Inconvenient Truth. And it was mm. just Al Gore saying, seriously, guys, climate change. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> and that was the whole movie. You know what is actually funny with Nearly Headless Nick? It's like, you'd think Dumbledore, when nearly... You know, the kids are all eating... And nearly headless Nick, this dead guy from like 500 years ago, comes up to mm. all the students and shows them literally his head is hanging by a strand, right? You'd think Dumbledore would be like, mate, look, I've allowed you to stay in this castle. You can't fucking go around showing kids that your head is falling off. You must know that this isn't appropriate. If you do it again, I'm going to ask you to leave the school. Like, like <laughs> why is everyone... And, you know, like, with the other house ghosts, there's, like, the um the grey lady for Ravenclaw and um the bloody baron mm. for Slytherin. And the story is the bloody baron murdered the grey lady and, and then killed himself. So it's like Dumbledore, like, guys, 
bloody Baron, you murdered this other woman and then you killed yourself and now you just haunt this school and we've made you a house ghost. It's like, hey, do you want to be the house ghost of Slytherin? You're a murderer. That kind of fits. Yeah, I'd love to. I'll just hang around. Like, is it awkward for the bloody Baron and the grey lady to both be house ghosts and see each other? It's like, hey, remember when I murdered you? I know, that was crazy. How long ago does that feel like now? Man, could you just imagine if, like, first day of Hogwarts, welcome everybody to Hogwarts. Uh, what's the, is it the, 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 the Forbidden Corridor? Is that where students oh, the come from? The third floor corridor, yeah. Okay, just some house rules. Don't go to the third corridor. And also, for some reason, we have ghosts. Uh, two of which, one killed the other and then killed themselves. <laughs> They're here for some reason. We don't know why. They're just here. We can't get rid and of them. And now let's all pick you and sort you into houses. Like, imagine <laughs> if that was just it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's read on. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> One particular ghost, the new ghost of Gryffindor, as nearly headless Nick had retired from being a house ghost. Man, how do you retire from being a ghost? Yeah, like, how does that? <laughs> I've had my time. It's time to go to ghost heaven. Like, like do you go to Dumbledore and you're like, look, Dumbledore, I've decided to finish <laughs> up at the end of next year. Oh, Nick will be sorry to lose you, but you know, it's yeah, absolutely fine. We'll get someone else, but I uh, will be so sad to leave you. Leave you. We must do a party of some sort. Oh, that would be fantastic, Dumbledore. Yes, I'd love. I've got oh so God. many great memories. But it is time. When you're a ghost, it's not like you're aging. You don't retire. Yeah. You know, and find you know just live off your savings. There's. I don't think there's oh even God. money as a ghost. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Okay. So he's retired. Yeah. Retired from being a house ghost. And now sat at home most of... The, sorry. So, okay, I'll read this and then I'll comment on it. Um, nearly headless Nick had retired from being a house ghost and now sat at home most of the time masturbating and eating cheesels. Did you say masturbating? So, yeah, most of the time masturbating and eating cheesels. It's masturbating. The hell? Fucking tomato, tomato, whatever. Okay, it's like, okay. What, is it like a specific Australian pronunciation thing that you're pissed about or just like the general no, pronunciation? No, I just have never heard it's called masturbating. That's weird. Never. Never, no. That's, I've Guys, comment in, all the time. Comment in, masturbate <laughs> or masturbate. And two... Let's do, do a poll. We still are waiting. In the first few episodes, we asked um, the women, the female listeners, <laughs> have you ever had your boobs signed? Now, we haven't got many responses, but a yes or no would be good. Female listeners of um, of Harry Potter and the Boys, just DM me a thumbs up or a thumbs down this week if you've had your boobs signed before. Oh, my God. Um, um, right. So he spends all his time masturbating and eating cheesels, which sounds like a great life, to be honest. It sounds like it sounds like, like an album name for like Limp Bizkit or something, like some mm. new metal band. Mm. Uh, so yeah who now sat at home uh, wanking and eating cheesels uh, came up to the boys as they were eating he looks like a younger old man that kind of resembled Princess (laughs) Fiona's dad now okay what I think has happened here is on, on a few levels I've misunderstood something right because as we all know Princess Fiona's dad is uh, played by John Cleese, right? Yeah. And the character, you know, the face kind of looks like John Cleese as well. Now, yeah. as well as that, John Cleese does play Nearly Headless Nick. So I think 
I've watched Shrek 2 as a kid and I've gone, oh, that that guy kind of looks like Nearly Headless Nick. <laughs> and that is what I'm going to use as a frame for my character, Nearly Dickless Ned. Right? Oh, my and God. didn't realise that it was actually pretty much the exact same guy. <laughs> I mean, like... See, and in animated films, they usually model... Like, if they get a big star, they usually model, like, mm. the, the character off... Like, if you look at, um... Shark Tale? Yeah. Well, yeah, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, terrible time to bring up Will Smith. Oh, yeah. The, very, the, the, very timely. The, the fish... The fish in Shark Tale looks a lot like Will Smith. And then even in one where they overdid it was the Polar Express where Tom yeah. Hanks looks exactly like Tom Hanks. Man, and it's really creepy. Those motion capture movies were something. What an error. You had to be there. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, also, not not often in a book, like for example, Harry in the actual Harry Potters, you wouldn't usually refer to another universe to describe a character. For example, like, oh, you know, just... Uh, Neville Longbottom kind of looked a little bit like, uh, you know, Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka, <laughs> if you've seen that. Like, J.K. Rowling would have never wrote that, but I'm just like, oh, this guy... Hey, guys, if you're trying to picture this guy, kind of looks like Princess Fiona's dad. It doesn't even say from Shrek. So, it, like, it assumes that you just know Princess Fiona's dad, and you're like, oh, yeah, Shrek. Man, could you imagine, There's like... no context. Could you imagine if, like... Like if J.K. Rowling had this same like writing style as like as a as a <laughs> prepubescent boy uh, in like the in the early to mid two thousands, it's like oh, ah yeah. uh, Harry does this kick flip similar to like Tony Hawk's Underground, like that's that's yeah. the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so let's continue. Now this guy probably sounds like nearly headless Nick. So do right, so I'll just do my best John Quiz. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, hello, all, all the Gryffindors. Many great times with thou. Oh, uh, many great times with that also. The ghost said to them, "Which is a sentence that doesn't doesn't make any sense." Is hang, it? On, hang on, hang on, hang yeah. no, on. I have to read this. The ghost said to them, "Fuck up and leave." <laughs> he said it. The adjective is "fuck upedly." <laughs> so, this character says, "Ah, hello to all the Gryffindors." Many, this is what it says, many great a time to thou also. The ghost said to them, fucked up, fuck uppedly. Oh my God. Like I'm going to, I got to incorporate that into my own vocabulary. Like that's beautiful, man. Like 13 yeah, year old you is like on a roll. way of speaking. Yeah, man. You created your own like vocabulary. It's great. Um, Shakespeare invented words as well. So, you know, just following in the footsteps. True, man. Man, like. No, I'm not going to go on a rant. We've ranted enough. I'm going to uh, continue yeah, Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. I know you, said Rob. You're nearly dickless Ned. Uh, <laughs> I prefer... Ne- I I prefer Nedward Poppington the 17th, quite frankly, said nearly dickless Ned. Nearly dickless, said Michael. How can you be nearly dickless? Like this. And this is an exact... Hang on. And this is an exact replica of the scene in the first Harry Potter with <laughs> nearly headless. Like, Hermione's like, nearly headless? How can you be nearly headless? And um, then he goes, like this? And he rips his head off. Yeah. Um, now, what does Nedward Poppington the 17th do? Tell us, Pat. <laughs> um, nearly dickless Ned took off his ghostly pants, dropped down to his ghostly underpants, and showed his dick to the boys. Which is so inappropriate. Why are there so many characters in this school who just like have stuff on their asses and their dicks and stuff? Man, (laughs) I can only like this is inappropriate. I can only imagine like the the conversation like he'd have a Dumbledore now. 
Nedward, you're doing a fantastic job. Like, I'm, I'm, re we're really happy with you here. As you know, Nearly Headless Nick had a, his retirement. You were the perfect replacement. But showing your penis <laughs> perhaps is not the best choice no, for our Showing students. your ghost, showing your ghostly penis, like <laughs> yeah. people like me. I'm an adult. I like to see it. I find it fascinating. But the kids, they can't. They can't give you that permission. Unfortunately, you won't be able to show them moving forward. <laughs> oh my right, god! So, so he he dropped down his ghostly pants and underpants and showed his dick to the boys. <laughs> so inappropriate. Jesus Christ! And then read 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 us the next line. <laughs> Just as they had predicted, his penis simply was hanging by a single thread dangling there. <laughs> man i like i don't want to picture this but i am picturing this like yeah this is a man's worst nightmare oh my god whoa how how did that happen to your dick said sam <laughs> which does feel like the appropriate question to ask doesn't it but it's probably a little bit insincere like if that happened to anything else like if your finger was hanging by a thread you naturally ask why how did that happen man like only natural yeah, like no and I'm like, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? Yeah. Can we Do help? Do you need medical attention? Do you need to go to the fucking ghost yeah. or something? <laughs> All right. So he's asked, how did it happen? And then how did Nearly Dickless Nick respond? None of your business. I was at Hogwarts myself, you see. Had a wee bit of an accident, you see. Got into a fight with one of the other lads at the school, you see. All came to a crunch, you see. Tried to chop my dick off, you see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, why does nearly dickless Ned have some weird tick where he says you see at the end of every It's his on you happy every sentence. He just has to go, you see? Um he says he got into a fight with another <coughs> lad at school and it all came to a crunch, which and then it's like tried to chop my dick off. Jesus Christ. Okay. And also, he starts the sentence with none of your business and, and then, then proceeds <laughs> to explain everything. Yeah. Hey, man, that's really not okay to ask, but this is exactly how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> that actually oh, reminds God. me of this story. Like, I went to an all-boys school, and when I was yes. in grade five, there was, like, this really mean teacher, and we were all, like, outside, and there was, like, this girl there like a girl our age mm. and obviously because we were at an old boys school it was like weird that there was just a girl there yeah and i said to the teacher who's that girl and she just like looked at me and she's like none of your business my daughter <laughs> and i was like wait a second that doesn't you said none of my none of your business and then answered the question anyway yeah. so it's, it's that, that actually might be what inspired that that line maybe none of your business man it's, yeah. it's like it's like we said hey miss what's the answer to question five none of your business see <laughs> yeah. like and i that stuck with me sometimes in my life i just randomly go none of your business my daughter and it's, <laughs> it's just like no one gets it maybe we need to put that in the next one yeah oh my god um, when right. you do your your equivalent of um of the the cursed child for yeah. Harry Potter yeah yeah um, go on and yes, we see, said Tom, which is a great response. Very good. That's like a Simpsons level joke. I, I genuinely yes. really like that. <laughs> um, oh my God. And then um, nearly, nearly, nearly dickless Ned uh, goes on. Didn't quite get the knife all the way, you see. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Oh, Ned said, sorry, yeah, my this mistake. this is Ned. This is uh, Ned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, correct. Uh, I'm... <laughs> oh my God. 
Um, so he says, didn't quite get the knife all the way through, you see, and then go on. And then, I can't say the next line. It's too funny. Um, I've got to try and do this in. in just do it. Just do it, Pat. Just do it. I believe in you. I'm known for a stiff and rocky dick, you see. <laughs> Oh my god, man. Thank you for saving this chapter for me. Like, seriously, thank you. This is an absurd, this is an absurd thing to say. Yeah, oh, you know, I'm known for a stiff and rocky dick. You know, everyone knows me as the stiff and rocky dick guy. Which That's like the worst kind of, like, sexual harassment. (laughs) Okay, continue. It's one thing to acknowledge sex, but like, oh, I've got a rocky dick. Like, what does that mean? Anyway. Yeah. I see, said Michael. Just... Just hanging by a single strand, you see? Thought I'd be okay, you see? Rushed to Madame Pomfrey, you see? Died on the way of blood loss from the dick, though, you see? (laughs) Now, to be fair, he said he's known for his stiff and rocky dick, and when you have an (laughs) erection, that is actually caused by blood rush to the dick. So it does make sense that, like, so much blood was in his like um, infamous stiff and rocky dick that he died of the blood loss when someone tried to chop it off. Oh my God, man. What does a rocky dick mean? Was it meant to be indestructible? Like maybe that's why Madame Pomfrey couldn't save his dick because it was just well, too rock solid. Let's read on. All right. Yes, I see, said Rob. <laughs> Madame Pomfrey wouldn't do anything, you see. Said it wasn't appropriate for her to do magic around my dick, you see. <laughs> Which is a fair thing. Like, I feel like in places where they have a school nurse, you wouldn't do any genital-based stuff. You'd go yeah, to a GP you, for that. Yeah, you'd call triple zero or something. Uh, I see, I see, said Tom. Um, but who tried to chop your dick off, said Lockie. <laughs> and I'm sure he looks like him. My dad once had his... Oh, no, wait. I think this is Sorry, this, this must is be Dimmy. any Sorry. any sentence that starts with my dad is Dimmy. Is <laughs> Dimmy? All right. My dad once had his my dad once had his dick chopped off, but he was able to buy another one from the shops near our place. They just put it <laughs> they just put it back on. My dad's really brave like that. Also, Mister Nearly Dickless Ned, I know this must be weird, but uh, I've just met you. But I just wanted to say. I can definitely see girls having a crush on you. <laughs> um, uh, crush on you and having the odds for you. You got so much going for you, said Dimmy. <laughs> Why? Why does he feel the need to say this? Like, he's dead. Like, what? Does yeah. he need to, like, attract like, he, the girl ghost? And or his something? penis is hanging on by a thread. I'm sorry, guys, but if that's you, girls aren't going to have the hots for you. Man. Everyone looked kind of awkward at this random at this random interjection from from Dimmy. One of the boys even considered slapping Dimmy, but at the last minute decided that wouldn't be appropriate. But then he did it anyway. <laughs> and that is um, that is the like the 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 moral of this book is essentially people thinking something wouldn't be appropriate, but then doing it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, look at Will Smith. That's a timely comment. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Okay, but this is interesting. This might be... We might be getting into some deeper territory here. A student went on to commit a bunch of mass murders after Hogwarts, you see, said Nat. Um, Kim... Is that Yuri or Jiri? Uh, Jiri, I think. Kim Jiri. They used to call call him the clown, you see. Clownish Kim Jiri is what they called him, you see. Clownfish Kim Jiri, said Michael. I've heard of him. Clownish Kim Jiri. Right. Interesting. I've heard of him, said Rob. He was a Hufflepuff at Hogwarts a while ago. Apparently he went on a murderous rampage after he left the school. 
but he had a history of doing fucked up stuff like trying to chop people's dicks off <laughs> okay Man, like that's like the last thing he mentions now there was actually in the very first chapter of book two um mm. mr charger and voldemort were talking and he voldemort said to mr charger i i know you have plans with that hufflepuff this year maybe that's clownish kim jiri who seems to be an evil guy who tries to chop people's dicks off and he's going to get his... I don't know. Anyway, let's continue. Oh, man. Um, yes, that's him, you see. Never ended up in Azkaban or even Kazkaban. <laughs> Kazkaban. What is Kazkaban? What is Kazkaban? Like, we try to write, is like, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan just, or something? Is Kazkaban just a different prison that has a similar name to Azkaban? It's like, maybe it's like the American one. Like in the Fantastic Beast series, like it's Kazkaban. like you got Muggles, Nomadge, Azkaban, Kazkaban. You know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe theirs is called Kazkatraz. <laughs> Kazkatraz. Um, okay, um, so he never ended up in Azkaban or Kazkaban. Kazkaban. They tried to get him into death, but a Reaper's juvenile detention center in the fifth year, but didn't work. You see, there wasn't That's enough so evidence. Just... They couldn't prove it was him who chopped off my dick. You see. <laughs> so there's a we now new bit of Harry Potter lore. There is a mm. juvenile detention centre called Deathbert and Reapers, which is a horrific name for a prison. Yeah, it's Hey, guys, it's, it, this is uh, Deathbert and Reapers <laughs> Juvenile Detention Centre. I'm Deathbert. He's Reaper. We'll be looking after you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, coming to the end of the chapter, let's, let's, uh, let's power through it. Yes, we see, said Luke. So what happened to him? Asked Michael curiously. Where is he now? Uh... Rumor has it, he went into hiding, you see. Don't blame him. Chop over 50 students' dicks off. You're not going to be one of the most popular guy in school, you see. Never replied. It, it is true. Which is true. <laughs> like, if you're known for chopping off, like, people's yeah. penises, I don't imagine, like, you'd be invited to, go away, to many of Go the away, events. Kim Jiri. We don't want you to play down ball. You always chop your dicks, chop our dicks off when you lose. <laughs> No, I promise I'm not going to chop your dick off this you time. Said Why that, are you holding a knife? You said that last time. That's my sporting knife. You said that last time, mate. Why don't I have a dick? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no one's even seen him for a while, you see. But he got into a, some pretty dark magic. Crazy stuff. Who knows what he's doing now, you see? <laughs> and then the next line. Can you get a stiffy? Asked Wait. <laughs> Excuse me, said Nick. So in this moment of time in which a dead man with no, essentially no penis is explaining how his penis was chopped off by one of the darkest wizards, apparently, of, of the current timeline of Harry Potter, Derek yeah. finds it appropriate to just be like, he's probably sitting there this whole time listening to the story about this dick cutter offer, and he, in, this is in his mind, and at this point he's just like, I can't control this impulse i have to ask this question can you get yeah. can you get a stiffy and he just asks and also he's he's so appalled by it too like after he'd just gone into like massive extreme detail about his penis yeah, <laughs> yeah. like excuse me yeah. i just talked about my penis and now you ask about my penis yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man um um can you get a stiffy because your dick is nearly chopped off just wondered if you can get a stiffy Derek said, "I'll not answer. I'll not answer offensive questions on the level of disgusting like that, my fine boy. Have a good feast, and yes, I can get a stiffy." Said. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Again, oh he's gone. God. He's done the none of my none of your business, my daughter. Which is, I'll not answer offensive questions like that. Good day to you, sir. And yes, I can get a stiffy for your information. It's just like oh a complete God. contradiction. That's like, man, that's actually gold. Like. So you were like, were you 13? Like, did you write all these books in one year or was it over? I think like, it was over years? like year seven to year nine-ish, but I was probably 13. Nine. Okay, so you, that's quite funny. 13 to 14. Yeah. That's actually pretty advanced, like a 13 to 14 year old. Like, honestly, man, like good stuff. That's actually really good. Like that's, like if, honestly, dude, if you ever like get, get a chance to like make your own TV show or to like write a pilot or like have an audio drama, like whatever the fuck you can do. I think there's tons to take inspiration from here. Like seriously. There's a lot of good stuff here, oh, man. thanks, man. Um, nah, genuinely. Like, even, like, just... Maybe the stuff you think won't work, taking aspects of that and, like, you know, turning into, like, a different, like, potion or something. Well, yeah. Po- sorry, I was trying to do a fucking wizard thing. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, the boys were interrupted by another song from the Jim Wilkins Choir. Ring, ring, ring with the trolley. <laughs> clang, clang, clang with the bell. Who's excited for some classes and to learn another magic spell? So they're just they're just literally working with one rhyme, like to do different. It's like the fucking Oompa Loompa thing. Yeah, Oompa Loompa. But there's this ring, mm. ring, ring with the trolley. <laughs> yeah, it's like imagine it's like doopa dee doo. It's time for class. Um, let's not think of it right. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's basically it. All right, we're really close to the end of the chapter. Let's go. We're so close. Derek and Dimmy return to the expelled table. Okay. I mean, okay, said Dimmy. I know this might be awkward, and I'm not saying I don't know, but can you just remind me what a stiffy is? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely heard of it, but I think I forgot. It's like it's like in high school, like, oh, yeah, I, I know what it is. I just want to make sure you no, know. No, no, it's like the, um, yeah, no, I've, I've got a girlfriend. She goes to a different school. You wouldn't know her. She goes to a different, <laughs> yeah. she, she, what's her name? Oh, I don't know, Amanda or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, she's at a different school oh, this is Dimmy fuck. doing that I've, I've, yeah. definitely, I've definitely heard of a stiffy but I just can't remember right now can you just tell me what you think it is and then I'll just <laughs> confirm <laughs> this is like easily like like season 1 to 10 Cartman this is great Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad told me at one point I think he has I think he has heaps <laughs> like a huge collection of them or something now, can I just say, <laughs> oh my God. when I picture Dimmy, I actually picture Eric Cartman, the character in the world of Harry Potter with the South Park art style just in a live action oh my world. God. <laughs> like it's Roger Rabbit or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Man. Last little bit here. And, and this right. has been a chaotic As- chapter. This is chaos. This has been an we, incredible we, chapter. We found out about clown... Clownish Kim Jiri, the dick chopping off, who may become a villain in this story. We don't know. Um, we meet nearly dickless Ned, the nearly dickless house ghost of Gryffindor, and we find out that nearly headless Nick has retired and now masturbates and eats cheesels. What could happen <laughs> that's, next? <laughs> that's the life. Also, Clownish Kim, G- Kim Jiri would make a great band name. So if there's anyone out there starting your band, call Clownish Kim Jiri. I think that would be pretty cool. It's on the same vibe as like uh, like King Gizzard or something. Mm. Anyway, as the feast was finishing, Harry Potter stood up at the podium one more time. Also, Hagrid is your defense against the dark arts slash farts teacher this year. 
Oh no. <laughs> this is this Please can't tell me end we get a well. This can't end well. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, teacher this year. He doesn't know anything about it, but I was busy over summer. <laughs> I was busy over summer in Jamaica chilling. So I couldn't get anyone better this year. So just accept it. And just one final reminder before <laughs> Oh god, gotta have this. Before we head to our dormitories. Derek is a disgrace to all wizards. I think that's the first appearance of that in the book so far. <laughs> wow. That's great. Good to see it's back. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. No lie, but this is still great. Hagrid stood up and the entire great hall shook violently like an earthquake. <laughs> Several students started crying and and one called his mum to ask if he could pick him up. But she said no because she had work and was busy. And <laughs> just say how things go this year. So Hagrid stands up. The great all shakes. One boy's like, mum, can you pick me up? This is just, I don't want to do it. No, darling, I've got work. Let's see how it goes this year. Just see how you go. Yeah. Mum. Students are being murdered. It's it's awful. I've got work. There's a ghost without a dick. Like, (laughs) okay, that's the end of the chapter. Uh, Thanks for that. Oh my god, that was gold. What do you reckon, Pat? Where are you? Where are you seeing it going? Make a wild prediction. Um, I don't know. I'm. I mean, like, look with the return of Mister Charger and Voldemort and whatnot. Like, I'm looking to see. Maybe he'll. Maybe Voldemort will get ejected from his bum. Maybe Voldemort mm. will turn into a bum. He's like, oh, no, you turned me into a bum because I was on your bum or something. I don't know. Mm. But, like, look, only you know. So, but, yeah, no, look, uh, I definitely see a good future with Hagrid now that he's back. And yeah, uh, we'll definitely, I'm pretty happy, Sam. <laughs> we'll try and get you on on a Hagrid-heavy chapter in the future. Yeah. Pat. Um, no, 100%. Thank you so much for jumping on. Guys, if you like Pat and you like me, Pat and Mike, the Patreon-exclusive podcast, mm. a dollar a, a, a month over on Patreon, patreon.com slash radio Mike, really helps us. And, um, yeah, we'd love to see you on the Patreon. A few – we don't promote the Patreon too much on Harry Potter and the Boys, so we'd um we'd love to see you guys there. So thank you so mm. much. Um, Pat, anything you want to add? Um... Sounds like apparently no. penises can be hung by a thread. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Goodbye, Homoras. Speak to you soon. <laughs> This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy Podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week at patreon.com slash radio Mike. And search 20th Century Boy on your favourite podcast app to hear more from me every single week. See you there. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content, stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram, and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.